All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show singer-songwriter Shanti Chapman. What is up, man? Hey, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, brother. Thanks for joining the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. So before we get into your latest track, tell my listeners out there a little bit about you. Um, basically, when did you first start making music, and how did that journey start? Uh, well, my uh, actually, um, I come from a musical family. My dad would uh, he liked to play guitar and sing uh, when I was little. So I think I picked up my love for music actually from him mm -hmm. um but what really what really caused me to want to do music was when um at the age of 15 i started listening to gospel music oh. and, um, i was uh in a real dark place my parents divorced when i was 10 and um i was just you know trying to seek meaning and you know uh, honestly praying to god and like god if you're real you know show me and um i believe that he answered my prayer through gospel music wow. um so yeah that's how the journey started and basically what i want to do with my music is have the same impact on other people's lives yeah uh, regardless, regardless of race religion um you know i just want to um yeah just have a positive effect and provide uh powerful positive motivational inspirational healing music for the masses so let me let me just jump in real quick and we'll, and we'll get into a little bit more of that later on in the, in the interview um so you were 15 you found gospel music now where did you grow up in kentucky or were you somewhere else when, when you were 15 uh when i was 15 i was actually in west virginia was your dad a military guy or you hopped around a little bit when you were younger no, we actually, my dad um, actually, um, he retired as a heart surgeon. But, oh, wow. um, we did hop around a little bit just because where he would go, um, you know, he would go different places to train. Because mm -hmm. um, first he was a general surgeon and then he, he became a heart surgeon. So we moved to Cleveland. I was there for about two years, got into a whole bunch of trouble and, and then, moved <laughs> back. <laughs> then moved back to West Virginia. Yeah. And, um, was pretty much in West Virginia until I decided to pick up, basically just pack my bags and hop into my car and go to Boston. Um, wow. Pretty much in faith. Uh, went there and ended up getting into Berkeley College of Music and uh, was there for about three years. Now, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I had a similar path, not, not quite exactly yours, but... I found trouble and trouble found me. I'm from upstate New York originally, and um, I joined the Navy to, to basically just get out of the, you know, area and <laughs> around some better people. I had some, I had some good yeah. friends too, but yeah, I, I, I definitely military saved me for sure. All right, um, uh, yeah, it was the best thing for us too, especially for my family. It was really good. Yeah, 100. percent Now, when you were 15. Uh, you said you gospel, so did you start singing, or did you, because I, I read somewhere in your bio that you also you play piano, maybe? What, what did I read? You, uh, yeah, I'm actually, I mean, I, like, I started out as a piano player. Yeah. Um, and, you know, early on I studied gospel music and um, studied jazz piano. I actually had my master's degree in uh, jazz piano. Wow. So um, I studied 
both both of those and I've kind of fused my style together between jazz and well actually R and B and um gospel music kind of fused everything together. Yep. So when you joined the army you went in and your MOS was it was music, like the band army band or what was your MOS? Yeah, so my MOS was a forty two Romeo. Mm -hmm. Um uh, 9 November, which is actually a uh, piano player. That's pretty cool. And so, 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 what did that entail? Like, did you like were you at like army balls and things like that? And then you you were like the the the, the, um, the musicians or like what? How did you apply your music to the army? Yeah. So yeah, we did that. So I mean, we we were you know real real soldiers. We actually went to basic training uh -huh, and. Yeah. Depending on the unit, we could deploy just like everybody else. But, yep. you know, um, basically what our job description, what the bandsmen are supposed to do when they deploy is provide uh, musical support. Yeah. Um, but um, as I, I never did deploy. I never had the chance to deploy. I never had the chance to go overseas. But, um, yeah, so basically we provided music for, um, for like, military balls. Yep. Um, banquets we also did parades when we did parades i would play cymbals or bass drum you know oh, when we uh and we had big christmas concerts really big christmas concerts yeah. and we had fourth of july concerts uh with the big stage um jumbotron screen um yeah, just a really nice concert with fireworks at the end. Um, so those were those were really nice. I kind of missed those. Yeah, that's one thing, one thing I do miss about the army is those big performances. Absolutely, and you know, seriously, and I'm glad you 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 pointed out the fact that you guys are, you know, you guys were went to, to basic training and, and trained to fight if you had to. Um, oh yeah. But the thing is also, but but playing music for the troops and for the army that's serving country just as much if you ask me because that that's needed you know what i mean oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a real yeah. must yeah i mean we would play when they came in when they would come back from deployment we would play when they leave yep um so it's it's very much so important and and i mean the whole point of it is to to give the soldiers the will to um basically instill the will for them to continue on and to fight mm -hmm. and, I'm, and I'm guessing also not not only not only the the, the, the you know the, the the will to want to fight of course but also just just I mean music such a it's such a powerful medicine yes it, it, it is it's it's all cultures had music for, for thousands of years I mean hundreds of thousands of years music's always been part of the human journey you know what i mean so i don't want to get too deep with it but yeah i, I, I was in the navy you know and and we, we we saw some some pretty dangerous situations out where i was deployed twice once to the middle east and once once to uh the mediterranean and north africa and europe and we were in some very dangerous situations and music was a huge thing for me i had this is back i'm, I'm gonna give away my age this is back when walkmans were were, were, were a thing and I would have a walk on. Yeah, dude, I'm talking about the '80s, so like the mid and late '80s. But it was huge. I mean, I would I would go to my ship store, and once in a while we get a, you know, a supply ship that come up, and we would actually they would sell like music. They would sell cassette tapes, and I would find one I like, man. And the music got me through some some tough times. 
So I can see why how it's so instrumental for an army band. That's huge, man, for for the soldiers. Oh yeah, it's definitely huge, and I mean it's it's similar to what I'm trying to do um, with my music. Yep. I'm still trying to just uh, lift people up and um, give them hope and great. The, instill in them um, the willpower to, to keep fighting. <laughs> yeah, man. So your song's called "Joy Comes in the Morning." Um, I liked it, man. I like it's a real smooth. It's a very relaxing song that kind of takes you away. That's what I got out of it. It would be really good for somebody who has a stressful day. It's just nice. It's kind of soothing. And, and um, Get into the backstory a little bit of the song and, and what inspired you to write it. Um, well, I, um, I was just sitting at the, at the keyboard and um, just playing some chord progressions. And it, it just kind of... In this moment, it just kind of came to me. Hmm. Uh, um, yeah, I just had an inspiring moment, and um, part of the song came to me the first time that um, I played it, and then, you know, every time that I would sit down, I would, you know, put some more time and thought into it, and it was, you know, it was kind of like an inspirational experience where it just, um, yeah, just things came to me. Now, what is your writing process? Do you do you um, do you get the music part down first, like you were saying, you're on the keyboards, and then add lyrics, or do you sometimes write lyrics and then and then put music behind the lyrics? Uh, usually, I'm like playing mm -hmm. like chords, progressions, and then the ideas ideas will come. Um, I've actually had one interesting experience where actually a song like came to me in my dream. Oh wow! And then, I, yeah, and then I went and uh, put music to it. So that that was interesting. <laughs> really? Can Can you talk about it? like what What was the dream about? Oh uh, it, well, it was just the, the like I could just hear the song being sung. Oh, you dreamed the actual song. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Kind of creepy yeah. and cool at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was interesting. That's the only time that that's happened. But yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, very interesting. Yeah, for sure. Talk about the production of this song, um, and also the the lady, who's the, who's the girl, the, the girl you got that you got singing on the background vocals. Okay, so uh, the the background singer is the producer's wife, mm -hmm. and. The producer is Trey Corley, and he's um, a producer out of the Nashville area, and um, he produces mainly Christian um, gospel artists, um, and basically, I gave him like a recording of the song, which I'd already done, and I was wanting to... Um, you know, beef it up and making make it the best rendition of um, the song. And he took it and he put his spin on it. So basically, all the music that you're hearing um, is him, and I'm doing the singing. Uh, but you know, he had basically an outline um, of how I originally played it, and and then he just took it to the next level. Now, is this a, a person you work with? numerous times or just this one song or are you gonna you're gonna work with them in the future How, how's that work uh it was just this one specific time gotcha um it just kind of kind of connected through uh, a friend 
Cool, cool. Did you uh, shoot a video for it, for this song or no? There is a video for it. It's on YouTube. Um, yeah. It's just on uh, Shanti Chapman. Um, That's my profile on YouTube. How do you uh, enjoy the, the the making of videos process? You, you like to make videos? Uh, I actually had um, a friend do it, and he did it for really cheap. But he did um, he did a great job. But um, yeah, I, I I hope to make some more videos on some of these upcoming songs. Yeah, it's great, man. Now you touched on it a little bit earlier about about your 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 will. Uh, not your will, but your desire is for your music to really impact people and lift them up. And um, is that the primary? What is your primary objective as far as making music? Uh, it's just that it's, it's to basically encourage um, broken people, you know, people that are at their darkest moment, and you know, just to motivate people, give them hope give them direction um i'm a big person on destiny i believe you know god has given everybody a destiny uh, to do something on this earth and um my music is just part of what i believe i should be doing to motivate people um you know to progress and evolve into you know the best the best uh, person that they can be is is all of your music spiritually driven, um, God, Christian type music, or do you have different different kind of music? So, the the theme, like as far as the theme, like the very root of my music, it does have. I mean, it comes from my personal faith. Yep. And I and I am a Christian, but yep. I am labeled as an R&B artist uh, and um, so uh, you know basically my music is being marketed to everybody regardless of uh, you know religion race or any of those things right but um actually some of the song or I want to explore doing some like social awareness type songs, social justice type songs. I'm actually a social worker during the day. Oh, cool. Um, and I work with the homeless population. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's, that's, you know, going on in this world. And um, I think more people should be using their art to shed light on it. A lot of broken systems and, um, well, maybe not so broken. Some of them are deliberate. Right. Um, yeah. You know, separate the rich from the poor and, yeah. and all that nonsense. So, that's, that, that's a whole other two-hour podcast we're going to have on that topic. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my two passions are music and actually the homeless population. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome you said that. I, I also do a lot of work with homeless here in, 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 my, in my city. Um, well, I say my city. I live outside the city. But in Jackson, Mississippi, um, I, I definitely... Every year I do a blanket drive and we collect a, like a ton of blankets and we, we, we go to, to the homeless and we give out blankets and food and uh, gloves, socks. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. Yeah, we do it every year. But I, but, I, but I also do it, you know, throughout the year too. I'll, I'll you know, I'll, when I have some like extra money, um, I'll just go buy a bunch of stuff and just drive right into the, you know, into the city where the homeless are. 
and yeah. just roll up, man. Just just hand out food and yeah. It's, this is I'm also a Christian, and um, I just believe like I tell you when you said earlier about 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 how you, how you want to inspire you know your music to, to give hope to people. Um, you you reminded me of a pastor that I had when I was I used to live in Texas, and I went to a church in Kerrville, Texas, and I remember the pastor said that God uses us humans as chess pieces to put the devil in checkmate, and yeah. and that's yeah. always stuck with me, always. So right. I admire you, man. I admire I admire you for what you're doing. I really do. I appreciate that. And your service yeah. to the country. Oh, thank you. But yeah, I ran a drop-in center um, for a while, well, for about 10 months. Nice. Um, and that was where they would come in and they could get a shower and get food, yeah, yeah. clothes, um, and then we could offer them different types of services. But now I'm a, a, a targeted case manager, so I can connect them with um, various resources in the community. So it's really... Uh, Really cool. Really cool. I got the best of both worlds, and I can intertwine the two. So, yep. um, I can talk about the homeless population, you know, while I'm doing the interview, um, and vice versa. I can also use that influence to positively, you know, affect the local community. So it's pretty cool. That is cool, man. You know, you'd be amazed how much talent you find amongst the, the uh, homeless community too. There's some brilliant musicians. Um, yeah, actually, the there's the like I'm really close to like the homeless community, and they actually they trust me. Like, yep. if you were to walk down the streets of Richmond and talk to the homeless population, they would tell you that I'm the one that you know. If anybody could help them, it would be me. Cause yeah, I'm just you know they're they're like family to me. I just have a heart for them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've lost clients, and that's yeah. very upsetting. That's sad, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just, that's, it's a fight. That's it's God's fight. work, man. You're doing God's work. You know that about that, 100%. Yeah. 100%. All right, um, now let's talk about this upcoming Christmas project. I'm not sure if you want to get into it a whole lot, but I did see it in your bio. Um, is that something you're still working on? I'm thinking that that's not going to happen. Okay. But um, actually, next week I'm starting um, to record um, a more upbeat song, and so I've already got like studio time reserved and all that. And I'm just I'm anxious to work uh, on some of my originals. A, a Christmas song would be great, but I don't think enough people know me at this point if, yeah. if it was I don't know if it would be successful once people know me then I can you know do the Christmas song that's that's probably marketing wise that's, that's a smart idea um, yeah. yeah how about live performing have you done much live performances I know you have in the army of course but I'm sorry as far as a, a, a solo artist um, actually like as of uh, recently no and it, like my yeah, my story is just kind of crazy because I like totally gave up on on music, and I, you know I felt like this is something that I just for years I thought that you know 
doing music is what God put me on this earth to do. And it just, there were so many obstacles and it got to the point here recently where I was like, I just, I was like 99.99% sure that it wasn't going to happen for me. And hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a strange place to be in when you were also 99.99% sure that that was what your purpose is. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. but, um, and yeah, I even like, you know, just, I got to that point and I just, you know, it's like, I just, you know, dealing with depression and, you know, it's like you, you lose your whole sense of purpose because mm -hmm. like you feel like none of this stuff was happening. But then, um, God turned things around and basically pulled me out of my pit. Um, a, 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 a phrase that I've just recently coined is um, purpose will pull you out of your pit. And mm, that's nice. Like, that works. If you, yeah, if you, like all you have to do is be quiet and be still and um, let God speak to you, let destiny speak to you, and those things that you're struggling with, um, they'll kind of, you know, I mean, we're always going to deal with struggles in life, but mm -hmm. um, some of those obstacles will melt away so you can accomplish you know, your purpose on this earth. And that's kind of what's happened to me. Wow. It's, it's crazy we have some similarities. Again, I actually coped with depression myself back in the late 90s into the early 2000s for about eight or nine years. I, had, I took Zoloft. I took antidepressant medication for it. And then it really helped me a lot. And antidepressant medication really helped me a lot. Thankfully, I was able to... Uh, I just things just started turning around for me, and I got out of that darkness. But believe me when I tell you, I know, I know, the, I know how you felt. I, I remember going home from work and getting in my house and turning off the lights and shutting the shades, and didn't feel like hanging out with nobody and sleeping, and had no desire for anything like positive. Um, it's a dark, yeah. it's a dark, it's a very real thing. It's a very real. Yeah. thing. Another thing that I've discovered is some of uh, the most uh, people who have purpose are going to deal with depression. And it's like the negative forces uh, are going to, you know, they're going to come against you because you have purpose. So I think a lot of people deal with depression, um, you know, deep depression just because of that because you know they're like so many people so many brilliant people um have dealt with mental illnesses because they had something so great inside of them um yeah there there's bound to be resistance if you have greatness in you there's going to be resistance yeah that's true super true all right a few more things and we'll wrap it up um what are some goals you have i know you're just getting rocking and rolling here with with this project, what, where do you want to be like a year from now? Like, what do you want to get done? Uh, well, a year from now, I, I want to be self-sustaining as far as um, my music. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give up the social work, but I want to feel that I have the freedom to do, um, to be able to finance, you know, recording and do whatever I want to do musically without, you know, putting a strain on my family. So that would be 
uh, within a year. And then w once I reach, once I, f once I feel like I've reached a certain level of success, then I want to reach back and mentor um, other people, younger artists. And um, yeah, I just, I, I have a lot of, a lot of life lessons um, that I can uh, teach that I think would really benefit them. One of those lessons is like, I think we touched on it a little bit, but like usually like right before you hit your breakthrough, that's when everything goes crazy. Mm -hmm. And only a few actually realize at that point they're on track. A lot of people will say it can't be this hard. This can't be the direction I'm supposed to go. Most people back up. But I've realized in the past four months that I'm on track. That's the reason why all this stuff is happening around me. Yeah, I love it. I like that, man. I'm happy for you, too. Um, all right, bro. I think that's all I got. We're at the point of the interview where I always like to ask the guests if there's anything that we didn't get to that you want to touch on before we wrap it up and you can tell everybody where they can follow you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Twitter at uh, Shanti underscore Music seventy three. Um, Facebook Gospel Artist Shanti. Um, TikTok is Gospel Artist Shanti. I'm on um, also on LinkedIn. Pretty much, if you Google my name, you're gonna find me. Yeah, that's easy enough. All right, man. Well, look, I had a lot of fun talking to you. Very talented, too. I liked your song a lot. And, um, Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Stick with it. I appreciate all your good works that you're doing for the community and, and homeless folks. And I also thank you again for your service to the country, man. Um, yeah, you're a good dude, man. I appreciate appreciate it. And next time uh, you want to come back, just let us know, man. We'd we'll love to have you back on the show. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Okay, brother. Have a good one. Take care.